You're back with another episode of The Debrief with Reggie Allen. And I got a message for everyone out here that is dealing with school or something online business-wise towards your career. To all the leaders, all the managers, and all that fancy stuff, aka professors and stuff like that specifically, can you stop playing around before we make you log out, man? Students are going through it, and I know y'all are too, so let's work together instead of working against each other. And students, it's time to start wearing your big boy pants. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of The Debrief with Reginald Allen. Reggie Allen, Reggie, Reg, Scoot Scoot, Scooter Buddha, whatever name that you have found for this lovely person that you're listening to right now on the podcast. Um, Now back to it, episode two, now I can start ranting. And let's talk about school. Not the regular college rant that you will hear from students high school to college and graduate studies that they're young and everything and complain about everything. This is coming from online school, because if you don't know already, unless you've been sleeping under a rock that's encased in a glass box with a lock on it that is hidden in some government building secured by Swedish, German British, French, and American agents in Geneva, Switzerland, I'm pretty sure you know we have been in a pandemic since about March. Now, it's been present since last year, 2019, but it started hitting the fan and the pan was hot by March. So... I'm talking about online school. I'm talking about quarantine. I'm talking about Doug Crib University. I'm talking about Zoom University, Google Meets College. I'm talking all of that. Now, as a as a honor student throughout lifetime and being a pretty good student right now in college, I'm still I'm still surviving. I'm still living. I'm still doing my work and everything. I'm just getting tired of it. And if you want to know how tired I am of it, my off days have not just become a day of relaxing and then doing a little bit of work to stay ahead of the game or stay on time. A lot of times on my off days, I am just doing nothing the whole day. Literally, I'm not out here you know, doing anything special like, oh, yeah, let me take a spa day. No, I am so tired. I might wake up at 12 o'clock, look at my phone until one, try to force myself back to sleep, but realize it doesn't work. And then I'll get up and lackadaisically do my work. Is this the best thing to do? Not really. Am I still ahead of the game? It's starting to dwindle, but yes. So it's it's a process. I'll say that. With online school, it comes the challenge of resource and then capability. Those two go hand in hand a lot because your capability improves with the resource that you have around you. And there's not much to say about resource. You just need to have the resource with you. So... From the student side, you know, it's a struggle because if you don't have the resources, then your capability is lacking a lot. 
if the teacher doesn't have the capability for work, then it doesn't matter how much resource you have. It, it just went out the window immediately. Example. So a undisclosed professor of mine right now, I won't even say the gender just to make it spicier. This is a non-binary professor of a undisclosed subject. Fancy. Ooh, spooky, spooky. And this professor just can't find the perfect way of communicating with students. We have a platform. Now, if you came up in school when internet was a full-time thing, you know, we've always had online school. It was just that we had physical school during the daytime. So, you know, you had your work in class in a school building, then you went home and maybe did something else. Homework, research paper, something like that. Now it's strictly online because, you know, everyone's at home. So you have your online platform for work. For us, it's Canvas. You know, it's basically like Google Classroom or for my OGs out there that know about Edmodo. Oh boy, that was a failure. That was like Facebook for school. But my professor just can't find the ample amount of capability in themselves to just post announcements and post work on the class platform. The professor will literally email us about work and announcements but then expect us to do something possibly in Canvas out of nowhere. So there's no such thing as adaptation in that class. It's just go with it as you will. And for everything that we're doing right now, this is the theme that I have given this whole year is just adaptation. You know, usually there's a theme for people changing in lives, jobs, careers, and stuff like that. And it's adaptation. But this year is adaptation in general, in specificity, whether high or low, it's adaptation. This professor is, wrote the word adaptation out, underlined it, circled it, put a period at the end, and then let it dry on the whiteboard a little bit. And then wiped it off so it's kind of like smoky on the board. It's not gone. It's not really that present, but it's not gone. What do you mean by this, Reggie? I mean that we still have physical work. So we have a lot of physical writing. Handwriting, I mean. Is this really a big issue? No. But if I want to make this sound like, you know, the professor is really just doing a bunch of egregious stuff, I have to slander. Is this the best thing to do? No. But if you know my personality, I mean this in good intent. The professor is a great person overall. One of those um, 
hardworking, sees the potential in everyone kind of professors. So I respect that person. Now, do I want to be doing all this work all the time? No. And I'm a person that actually likes working because it's enriching to me. So with this, we have handwriting 15 minutes every day and a theme for that week. At first, it was going kind of good. And it's it's about to be midterms. Yeah, the train is almost off the tracks, honestly. We, we, we received a theme at the end of the week instead of the beginning of the week. So, um, yeah. I don't even know how we got to that point because school started on a Wednesday. And then it just became a pattern to present and get a new theme on Monday. So that's not even a full week. Wednesday to Monday is five days, I think. Five, four. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What was that? What was that? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay, so that, whoa, that, how does that add up? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Five days. I was right. Okay. I just don't know. Because if we're being honest, I think this is week five, week six. It should be something like that. We started after Labor Day. I think that was my father's birthday. September 9th, September 8th. Yeah, September 9th, Wednesday. So that makes the rest of the week. So three plus four. So we'll be on week five now. And the train is coming off the tracks because the professor is introducing more group work. And it's, you know, I always try to think about if I make an excuse for the work or is it just like a well dang kind of situation as a student your job is college but the thing is here goes the variable here goes the wild card a lot of students have their own jobs in general so they're committing their time to their job Sometimes first, because Amazon, oh boy, those people, they'll, they'll, they'll give you some hours. And then you have school. If you've been to school within the last, let's say, 30 years, it's pretty time consuming, if not in just general. And then whatever house duty you have, because... A lot of students, they're big brothers, big sisters, they're nannies. Shoot, some of them are mothers, some of them are fathers, uncles, stuff like that. So you're just stacking up responsibility. And am I to say that college students have a higher workload than anyone in their family or somebody in general in the world? No, I'm not going to do that. That's disrespectful because you never know someone's life except for the person that knows the life themselves. So we're not going to negate that. However, I will say it's a very big trend for professors to not understand the student's scenario, their, their situation, their environment. For example, for me, I'll talk about myself being that, you know, I live in a pretty balanced lifestyle. 
between the podcast and all my other media media platforms doing photography videography stuff like that it's supplemental and very complimentary to my major in college because I'm a multi-platform production major at the National Treasure, Maryland's preeminent public urban research university, Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. So for me, doing all this work, doing podcasts and stuff like that, it's just my practice. It's my playground. I enjoy to do it. So I make money off of doing my photography, stuff like that. And I don't work any other job because, you know, I have a supporting family that helps me out. But then at the same time, I'm doing work online. So sometimes I don't get to do this practice a lot. I have to force myself out of that zone. Now, for me, my life is pretty chill. I'm pretty sure a lot of people would want to switch places for me. But if I could talk about one of my bros real quick. This man, he took a he took a break off of school. He's working at Amazon, getting his bread up for school. I don't blame him. You know, school is expensive in general already. And then, you know, Amazon, they take up so much of your time. Hey, you might as well take a semester off or two. Get a bunch of bread, you know. Maybe take one or two classes over the summer. Or just take like a one or two online because let me tell you, online classes will give you amnesia. But that's another story. So, you know, this professor, we have we have our journaling. Then we have group projects that just dissipate into thin air. Like it's tissue paper in a toilet or something. And it's like every meeting, it's it's something different about we have to read over something in the book and then be able to use it in a group project. A lot of students in the class, they don't favor the way the professor goes about this process because it's like our class sessions are more like a a Socratic seminar but without much learning. Right now we're kind of in the practice phases of things. So it, it's it's that it's that, you know, no slander on that professor. You're a cool person. But just know, a college student, a student in general, does not take one class. So, professor, you can't give a workload out as if their major is your class. I don't know why you guys do it, but y'all need to stop. I'm not a working professional yet. I'm not 10 years, 20 years in or whatever, but I'm pretty sure that that working professional at whatever professional job they have is not working under six to seven bosses and they have six to seven active projects from the six to seven bosses if that makes sense you know just in my imagination i'm thinking of teachers for example where 
they cover if we think about elementary school teacher they cover one class maybe two if it's one of those schools that like you know they swap a lot but you got one class so maximum 30 people 40 you know my county we get kind of big so we had some large classes but you know 20 30 people and then you got you got your boss boss you know the principal then you have um your boss for like a subject so you know all the teachers that specialize in english maybe math science something like that you guys come together as a subject section you got that boss and then you got your yeah department that's what it is you know department stuff and then you have you know just your whoever's leading the teachers for whatever grade level but a lot of that stuff kind of trickles down into the same cup and then if i think about engineering being that that was my previous career aspirations still is one of my favorite things to think about I love being handy. I love theories. I love innovation. It's just that there's a season and a reason. And right now, the season was getting kind of stale. So that's why you see me as a media person now. But if I think about engineering and all I've done working with College Park or NASA professionals or just doing projects within my science and technology program from the Mecca of Excellence Charles Herbert Flowers High School, a lot of stuff was work on this part of the project and when you go to the next class that teacher will go over the next part so it's stages it's a conveyor belt right now in school that's not really a thing you know unless you're an upperclassman and you have the classes that might coincide with each other you know they they coexist you have to take it as a co-requisite something like that, you know, a lot of these classes that I'm taking right now, and for a lot of other people in general, you know, you're, you're getting your gen eds out the way, you're getting maybe one or two major classes out the way, getting a couple electives. A lot of these professors, they're not working together. And I'm not telling the physics professor to start some discourse with the English professor. I'm talking about, in general, just there has to be some understanding of there's a workload and there is a capacity, there is a limit for all of it. So think about think about an honor student that has to take 15 credits. That that's a has to take 15 credits. 15 credits if they're all three credit classes, that's five classes. Now, some schools are different, whether they're private institution or not, or, you know, just like different. But at least for my university, you know, that's five, three credit classes. And even two credit classes can bust you up if it's the right professor. So think about the person that has to take five classes. You know, three credits stands for three credit hours and a popular theory around being successful in college with your studies and stuff like that is that whatever amount of hours is the credit hours for a class 
you should double to triple that in your study and practice outside of the classroom. So if it's three credit hours, meaning one hour every other day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that means you should be doing six to nine hours of study and practice outside of the classroom. So that means you're stuck in your room for one hour each day on conference with whatever professor it is. And then you have to dedicate three hours of study within six days a week. If it's, you know, nine or, you know, two hours, about five days. So the weekdays, that, that's, that's about 10 as well. Or, you know, just six, you know, put an hour in basically every day for studies. That sounds pretty decent, you know, putting in an hour of conference and then an hour of study each day sounds pretty decent. But then you got to add in the other five classes. So now you're in school five hours and you have five hours of study. So that's about 10 hours. That that sounds that sounds like a overtime school day back in high school. However, it's not high school. High school, you know, you could float through some classes because teachers were pretty easy to go on. Nowadays, you know, we're in college now. College is workforce as a gated community. You know, you can have a job in college and be in college at the same time. And to think about it like that, you know, If you're taking physics, calculus, shoot, I'm going to just say any STEM course, any upper level English, you know, your 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 composition two or, um, you know, literature, stuff like that. Any class that isn't the basic uh, the basic man class that people can, you know, get on pretty easily. You're putting in more than just the quick calculations that we just made right now. I'm not talking about health. You can skip health and pass the class if we're being honest. Now, would I recommend that? No. Would it be easy? I mean, if you if you remember all your health from middle school and high school, you might be able to do it. But the idea is that we're just getting overloaded. If I had to say one thing right now, erase all the rambling I just did on workload and classes and professors and all that stuff. College students are getting overloaded. Students are getting overloaded. Teachers, they're getting overloaded. That seems like a compromise being that I was just talking badly about it. But, you know... Maybe it's not just the teachers and the professors fault. Maybe it's upper level. Maybe it's the adjustment that's throwing everybody off. But um Yeah, we're going to have to get this adjusted somehow because I'm over here just wasting all my time on the off days trying to mentally get back together for it.
it's it's not a fun process people you know it's getting into the winter time so you know you're, you're you're starting to feel a little lethargic if you're one of my lovely folks like i am and you you know you get a little sadder lose a little motivation you know seasonal depression or something like that you know you need the sunlight you need the warmth you know right now it's getting challenging to just think better you know be creative have a drive have your will to do stuff like that you know it, it's pretty challenging so coming from a child of two educators i see them going through a whole bunch of stuff but we're going to we're going to have to find something I, I don't know if there needs to be some uh like a a student body caucus for every school and university where you know students we we say the same stuff we say all the time you know there's too much of this too much of that or there's too little of this too little of that and the professors and department chairs actually listen this time i don't know if that's what's needed or we just need to get professors and department chairs to copy one of our schedules and see how they live with it that's a everlasting example of life is okay you've been in my you've been in my shoes before and now you're above me with better shoes on but the shoes that i have on right now is it the same ones that you wore will it take me in the same path that you did so mr 1988 graduate of communications did you live the same life as class of 2023 multimedia journalism multi-platform production physics mathematics electrical engineering major did you take the same path did you wear the same shoes now granted maybe next episode i'll just drag myself and my peers for our, our lackadaisicalness and too much complaining but for right now i just need to make it a call to action for all professors all the teachers out there do you guys understand how much work there is to be done right now and you guys really put students in a rock and a hard place kind of situation we have we have inner city kids here taking care of their families they got work to do and they're doing college and you know it's always inspiring to hear the story of oh i i was raised without a father or raised without a mother i had like five little siblings that I had to take care of I worked multiple jobs got all these different scholarships from school got through school stressed out and everything and now I'm here that's a lovely story but honestly I'm getting tired of it man I want to hear those stories of hey I worked hard my family worked hard too to help me out and now I'm graduated and I'm happy. 
I can take a lighter sigh. I can still take a sigh of relief, but I can take a lighter sigh and be happy. That that's what I want to hear more often. Just they graduated. You know, we we can talk about, you know, the trials and tribulations all we want to, you know, with our friends at the bar, at you know, family game night, movie night or whatever. But you know, what I see when we make these posts about how much success we had and the the trials that we had to go through it, sometimes it seems like, you know, we just did too much to get to there. Especially being that a lot of us that are going through all this mess right now are just trying to get our diplomas and our bachelor's degrees. Bachelor's degree is basically the high school diploma for the workforce nowadays. You can go out there and get a job without a college degree, but a lot of the careers that we're going after, you know, their jobs are asking for degrees, knowing well that you can do it without a degree. I know earlier I was applying for a lot of jobs, photography, videography, graphic arts and stuff like that. They were asking for bachelors of arts, you know, in whatever career field or whatever. I'm just like. That doesn't make a lot of sense because there are are working professionals, industry legends that you probably never heard the name, but they do all the work in the world for your magazines, your movies and stuff like that. And they didn't go to school. That's all. That's always been a thing about musicians, especially. You know, you hear about trombone shorty or like rewind in time, all those all those jazz legends that made the standards, you know, John Coltrane, Cannonball Adderley, you know, Sonny Rollins, those guys, they didn't go to school. Maybe one of maybe one or two did of the legends that we know. But a lot of these guys, they didn't go to school full time to be the legend that they are now. They grew up, they found their passion in music for one of the legendary saxophonists, Charlie Parker, he got embarrassed at a jam session and he said, you know what? I'm going to go back home and I'm going to practice until I'm nicer than everyone. And he came back and he became the legend that we know of today. So I don't think, you know, we need this much stress just to get the basic certificate of work competency you know bachelor's degree is the intro to our career for being honest we learn a lot of things broadly and then you know when you want to become that career professional for it you go back and get your master's because your master's doesn't just say master's in electrical engineering it might be master's in drone technology master's in electronics or something like that it's specific so you know keep the quality up but don't lose the quantity stressing the products out so much i hope that makes sense but it is what it is so between that and another professor that (laughs) 
does the same exact thing, just emails all the time. You know, I, I can tell that, you know, they were definitely part of that early online generation where everything was just email, email, email. But um, that's how that's working so far. Um, I'm kind of clear cut, you know, if you if you're if we're going to do online school, let's do online school. Don't make me print out a bunch of stuff. Like, come on, man. Like journals and all that stuff, especially for online school, you know, unless you're the student and you prefer doing physical things for your online class, that's as far as you should go. When I was taking my online classes during the summer, I took world history, per, uh, personal finance. They didn't ask for me to have a journal. They didn't ask for me to get the book. I mean, they, they recommend the book, you know, so you can use it and stuff like that. But I got the online books with the PDF. And then when I was taking notes, it was on my computer. Now we can talk about technology, you know, flaws later on, but that's how I did it because I didn't feel like handwriting. Handwriting is slower. You know, I was taught to use a computer, so I'm going to use the computer. If I'm going to have the tool, I'm going to use the tool. And that was the best way to do it. You know, that was strictly online classes. You know, it's not remote. You don't have to do a conference with them. But um, now with all this remote learning, I can tell that a lot of teachers are holding on to what they are used to physically in class wise and just trying to digitize it. And, you know, that doesn't work all the time. You can't hold on to everything. And that, that that's a pain in that's a pain in you know what, because, you know, we all deal with something that we probably have to get rid of, but we don't want to. So, you know, can't teach the old dog tricks and everything. Nah, that that's BS. You just got to have the mentality to do it. You know, it's it's a it's a rough game to play when it's not in your ball field, ballpark, whatever you want to call it. So I know this got kind of long winded. I'm going to end it here and send me DMs at the Reggie Allen, the double E, you know, the Reggie Allen on Instagram or Twitter, Allen Pro Media on Instagram or Twitter, and send me ideas for another podcast, you know, mention me on social media, send me emails, and we'll talk soon.